Hit me, come on. Mm, 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 yeah, come on. Oh, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. Now, if you're about the same age as me, you might remember that song, if I've got it in the right key. It is Let's Talk About Sex by Salt and Pepper. So this is going to be a good one, isn't it? Um, it is... 17th of January. It's a Monday. I've done something that's made me very red-faced and it's not sex, <laughs> not just now. Um, I went for a run, second run of the year, second run in seven months. Oh my god, so good, so good. Beautiful day and just felt good to be alive. So how do you know it's 17th of January? Well, we are going to go and look at my village Facebook page and see what's happening. See if there's anything on there that's going to tie into today's topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a vibration trainer. There you are. <laughs> vibration trainer in a box. Now, it looks like, well, it is. It's one of those things you stand on <laughs> that shakes your jelly um, and makes you fit. I don't know how it works, but yeah, there you go. Vibration trainer. I think we could probably finish with that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, it's the page that keeps on giving. So yes, there's that. Um, what else has been going on? Well, uh, ooh, I've got my cervical screening tomorrow. You're going to love tomorrow's episode, aren't you? And um, I had a bit of time to myself today, which was very nice just to, um, well, take an hour out, go and have a coffee and switch off for a bit, which I've realised I don't do very often. And it gave me time to think about this. So if you're new to the podcast, hello, welcome, welcome. Um, we've had over 400 listens so far. My children could not believe it. My son said, Cap, oh, what? Uh, he went, Cap. I said, what? It's a feather in my cap. And he and my daughter went, ah. um, and I went, well, what are you on about? Are you tipping your chapeau to me? Uh, but no, it means you're lying, basically. But I'm not lying because you can all vouch me because you've been listening. So thank you for that. Um, so if you're a new listener, hello, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. Today, we are going to take um, an extract from Reasons to be Cheerful, part one which is the book that I wrote and you can find on Amazon or don't buy it and just listen here. And this piece is called Let's Talk About Sex. I had to do, again, like yesterday, little, little teeny bit of research because I thought, oh, this is interesting. Um, and it led to me having to search for the following. Can gay bishops have sex? So when that comes up on the family search on Google, uh, no doubt my son is going to be delighted and terrified. So, the Church of England has decided that gay men in civil partnerships can become bishops. This was 2013. Very good. But they must promise to be celibate. What? Now, I make no claim to understand the politics and ancient traditions of the church. But what I do know is that this decision seems to be creating a very strange condition of employment. And one that I am wondering how on earth the church will enforce... I mean, exactly. Don't know what people are getting up to half the time anyway. 
Um, <laughs> I'm treading very carefully here. Sex and religion in the same episode. I mean, this quite often comes up around our dinner table, but you know, ours is a very open dinner table and I'm very cautious not to upset or offend people. I just want to examine what this means to be told, yes, it is absolutely fine with us for you to be openly gay and married to someone of the same sex, but you cannot have sex. I mean, seriously. So where are we? Oh yeah, how will the church enforce this? My mind swims with images of senior clergy hiding in cupboards, mm, ready to leap out of the slightest hints of romance and spot checks to make sure the three-drawer three chest is wedged securely between single beds. Just makes me think of Father Ted. Oh my God, how about Father Ted? <laughs> One with Father Dougal with his Thundercats um, bedspread. Uh, I'm not suggesting that um, Father Ted and Father Dougal we're in a loving relationship. Um, I'm sure it was purely platonic, but the image is there of having a three-drawer chest wedged between two single beds. I agree with Reverend Ian Stubbs's comment that it is odd to be told it's okay to be in a loving relationship, but that you cannot express it in a sexual way. This is even stranger still if this judgment on your relationship comes from your employers, who in almost all other walks of life would be deemed to be discriminating against you if they used your sexual preferences against you when deciding your capacity or suitability for a job. Now, I know people who work in, um, I know people, um, I know people who work in diversity and inclusion. And if you're one of those people, I would love your views on this because you absolutely cannot discriminate, discriminate against people based on who they're having sex with or not having sex with. So I don't know how this works and I can't find a reference point to tell me if um, the church has updated its policies. <laughs> it just led me to a very interesting Wikipedia page. So can you imagine working all of your life to become an astronaut, a brain surgeon or a prima ballerina to be told you can have the job, but only if you stop having sex? Actually, would you take any job where that was one of the requirements? Whether you get your rocks off on a daily basis or only fancy it on your birthday and at Christmas, and whether you do it out of true love, for kicks, or to create new life, it is part of what makes us human. So how can you be expected to just switch that off? I mean, urge has got to go somewhere, hasn't it? Better out than in. <laughs> uh. I'll be interested to see how this goes. Well, I tried to see how it goes. I can't find an update. If anyone listening is involved with the church, please tell me. Perhaps all the candidates will be celibate. And for those that aren't, I think there might be another ancient tradition involved that is still very much alive today. That of crossing your fingers when making a promise. Plenty of space to do that in a cassock. Hey! Well, that was that for today. Um, I quite enjoyed that. Who doesn't love chatting about clergymen having sex with each other or not? I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really glad so many people have been tuning in. I love you, but in a platonic way. And I will be back tomorrow with some more. Do share this. If you're enjoying it, share it. Send it around. Let's see if I can embarrass my children even more. Bye bye.